Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I'm your host, June, and boss was late. Uh, <laughs> was, I was. Just throwing you right under the bus. What's up, man? Hey. We still here. We still here. You, you, you don't sound like we uh, are in playoff mode or anything, man. Like, uh, no? As long as they are. Just as disclaimer, we had scheduled uh, a guest. The Tampa Bay affiliate um, was supposed to uh, do the show with us. Unfortunately, he had some uh, an emergency he had to tend to, and it was a very much indeed an emergency. Not going to get into details about his business, but uh, we we hope that situation goes well for him. And. Uh, it's just me and Foss today, like it usually is. So, you know, we can preview. Uh, we want to do more joint ventures with the uh, with, with the opponents. And uh, next year, we 
That's one of the goals is to do more joint shows with other uh, FFS, FFSN affiliates. Uh, I think that's a good way for us to get uh, uh, more viewers and more ears and more eyes on us if we do those things. And sometimes things don't work out. Um, you had an emergency, and so we will not be doing the show with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I wasn't going to talk too much trash anyway, though, Foss. I was just going to get, you know, I was going to be, it's going to be a humble show. Because, you know, we're still down to earth with what's going on. We're not going to get uh, too above ourselves. We know what it is as far as uh, achievements and accomplishments. And, you know, you still got to line up and play football. So uh wasn't going to go crazy. You know, and plus they Tampa Bay beat a, uh, they they beat pretty handily Philly. I mean Philly hasn't been playing good, but they beat them pretty good. So, but you got us. Me and Foster is here. We're going to do a preview uh, of the game uh, this Sunday, um, Sunday at three o'clock. Why is it three o'clock, Foster? It's usually one or four. Why is it three? Do you have any idea? No, but I would assume it has. It's there's something economical to it. I would bet you know it's always about the money. So more know, than yeah, likely, that's that's what it is. I'm just trying to figure out why is it more economical to do the show at three as opposed to four. It, yeah, it, it probably something with TV and yeah, something to do with TV. I can imagine, but. Nevertheless, um, Green Bay plays San Francisco Saturday night. So you'll see the opponent of the, you know, you'll see who the Lions could possibly face when, you know, they win their, they handle their business at home and win at home. And, you know, you get to see who you're facing the day before, which is pretty cool. Do you have a preference, Foster? Here we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would definitely much rather see the Packers. Um, it'd be another home game for, for one. And 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 that's what I'm I was about to to say. Like, you know, I would love for the Packers. I don't want to say it like that. It would be cool if the Packers were to win. And have another playoff game here in Detroit. Because we almost got messed over. Almost got messed over out of uh, the economic uh, uh, factor as far as the home playoff game. We almost got messed over. Yeah. Now, granted, once they beat, if they beat the 49ers. They're going to look scary. Yeah. I don't know how how much you're going to want to see them, but we – we would the the preference is to be at home. That's what it comes down to more than anything. More than anything, home field advantage. Yeah. But if they win, that's going to be a scary Green Bay team. Yep. Just gotta just gotta come come see us at the den though. Yeah, they they came and they saw us on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> It happens, man. It happens. We got some comments. I haven't been paying attention, but we got some comments. Ah. 
That's Dave from our Minnesota affiliate. He says, there you are. We was running late. It's Foster's fault, man. It's miscommunication. Uh, Foster thought the show was canceled because of the guests not being able to be here. And we said, no. Nah, show must go on. Show must go on. We're going to do a preview show anyway. Uh, Foster, if you can do me a favor. I like to, I, I looked it up, but I want to see if you're, if you, what you find is uh, on the same page as what I have here. Yeah. Check out what the, how the defense is ranked for Tampa Bay. Okay. Um, because if I look, what I looked at today, I think I've been giving them too much credit. Where are okay. they ranked? For? So this is what I have. I I didn't because I always look these up. It looks these these things up anyway. What I found was that they are 17th against the pass. No 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 no. That's their offense. They are third worst against the pass mm-hmm. and fifth best against the rush. And I would venture to say that they are middle of the pack overall. Overall. That, those of, are the notes that I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are the notes that I have. Also, tell me what you got for them offensively, because this is. Uh, um, so they are was... dead last. They are dead last running the ball, and they are seventeenth passing. Okay, that's what I've read. So going into the game, looking at that, um, I think there's some things that that can happen and be exploited Sunday. Um, yeah. If by any, any chance, any chance that the Lions do run the ball, by any chance, if we're able to run the ball, hmm. they are definitely in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely in trouble because that's that's what they do. They stop the run, and they've been pretty good and pretty stout against the run. But if by any means, you know, Campbell's going – to he's not gonna golf's not gonna chunk it 50 times no not going to he's gonna try to establish the run regardless and if there's any success there it's gonna be a long day long day but They've been pretty stout against the run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they and they were stout against us the first time around, but uh Jameer Gibbs did not play in that game. No? Nope, he was hurt. Wow. It's one of the few games he did play. Wow. Um, um but yeah, he was out. That's good to know. That's good to know. Can, I, are you able to it would it take a lot for you to pull up a a, a graphic actually? Not really. You have to talk while I'm doing it, though. Which graphic do you want? Oh, you already have it. Yeah, 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 I do. I do. Okay, I got you. Okay, fostering these graphics here. (laughs) He's starting to be the, the graphic guy. Good you have vision. to entertain the people while I'm doing this, boss. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you guys, you guys, uh, you guys like singing, dancing. No, but um, 
So yeah. Um one th- okay, so I was watching Aaron Glenn's press conference today and um, he said a few interesting things. One thing being is that they are he didn't highlight the fact that they are last in the league against the run. He what he did say is that they're a willing running team. So whereas you you would think to yourself if you if you if you don't have a lot of oh actually he did say the yards against um, yards per carry isn't there but they are a willing running team um, so despite so despite the fact that they don't necessarily um, they're not necessarily successful they don't they it's obviously an integral part of what they do so they don't avoid it um, so yeah. I didn't get um, I didn't get a chance to see how often they ran the ball against the Eagles, but according to Aaron Glenn, it was a it was a decent amount in spite of the fact that they're obviously not um, that's not their bread and butter. Um, yeah. This is very very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you able to blow it up a little? I guess it's not. No. It's mostly an audio thing. Uh, so no. You're gonna have to. Much. The, the people that are watching can blow it up on their screens. Right. So we it'll be it'll it's it's smaller for us, but for our listeners, you can tell you can tell the people what 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 you have me post here. Okay, so this is the injury. Oh, by the way, this is the inj- injury report from the previous time that we played the the Buccaneers. Did I explain that part? Ah, mm, uh, no. But go ahead, keep going. Okay, okay. So this is the injury report from when we previously played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Of course, we beat them 20 to six, um, but we were without Brian Branch. We were out Jameer Gibbs. We were out, we were without Jonah Jackson, um, James Mitchell, which isn't as big of a deal. Um, and then we were out of Josh Pascal, um, who's obviously, you know, he's back and has been a, a solid contributor on the defensive line. Um, in addition to that, Sam Laporta was questionable and Khalil Dorsey was questionable. So um, not major, not major, major um, injuries, but we know how we we know how effective down the um, down the stretch Jameer Gibbs has been for us. Um, we obviously know that you know Jonah Jackson is a solid offensive lineman, and 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 our offensive line and our protection is very integral to what we do offensively. And Brian Branch, who, who's been one of our bigger playmakers the entire year was also mm-hmm. hurt. So um, it just, you know, granted, um, you don't want to put too much stock into um, past games, especially because Tampa Bay has been so strong down the stretch. But, you know, fool for thought that, you know, we had some key guys out um, the last time we played them and, and we held them to two field goals. They didn't have, they didn't score a single touchdown in that game. And this was in Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's uh, it was a pretty good solid effort defensively. Uh, that game, and that was with we were worried because Branch couldn't play. I remember right before that game, we got the injury report uh, that Branch was one of those players that uh, on that list, and it was uh, we weren't happy. Uh, we weren't happy when when Gibbs wasn't playing. Right. So. Yeah. And this is before we really fully un uh we 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 full this is before we fully unleashed, you know, Gibbs. So um so yeah, but to but uh to finish my point about Aaron Glenn and their willingness to run the ball, 
they ran the ball 30 times against the Eagles. Um, so despite the fact that they're not a, you know, a dynamic running team, they are willing to do that. And, and you know, it, we, we know ourselves how important it is to have a balanced attack and how that can um, ignite plays down the field. And they did that quite well against um, Philly. So um, Philly I, I was also was given it, given, given number one for Tampa Bay was running the ball like, like crazy. He was, uh, he was getting them in chunks. So they weren't very, the Eagles yeah, weren't very good against the run. Yeah, um, our white. I not remember his first name. Rashawn, maybe. Yeah, but it, that that's his name though. Okay. Oh, did I get it it's right? White. Okay, yeah. Huh. Yeah, White is his last name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was one. Yeah, Rashad. Um. So that was one thing that I, that was interesting from Aaron Glenn, and um, just and he he touched they touched on uh they talked about Cam Sutton and how. Um, social media has been kind of attacking him. <laughs> yeah, and, and they were kind of they were kind of asking him about, like about how he's handling, you know, you being a, a former cornerback, um, so you kind of understand the scrutiny. And, he, and you know, he basically said that you know I'm aging myself, but I didn't have to worry about the social media aspect of it. But as far as what he, um, you know, how he's coping with it, you know, he under uh, he said that he kind of understands what most of the fans don't necessarily understand unless you're in those unless you're in the the film rooms and those you know those those rooms where the games are being prepared for you know the fans don't know you know it did he have help up top did he not have help up top? no so i found it interesting in that because i questioned myself in the way he played some of those balls where he where he got burned on was he was playing as if he had as if he had help over the top, the the amount of aggression that he um that he pursued the receiver was almost like, you know, I'm good because I have something over the top. So that leads me to believe, um, like I speculated, that there 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 may have been some breakdowns that may have fallen on him, but may not necessarily be due to mishaps on his on his behalf. But like I said, I think we're those are things that we are working on, and we will be better off moving forward after having to deal with those, you know, deal with those mishaps early on, um, you know, before this point. Yeah. Um, it's definitely some breakdowns and coverages. It's not all on him. And it, you know, a lot of times with these, uh, defensive backs, it's, it's a lot of times it's not on them. They're, 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 they're in where they're supposed to be is sometimes the coverage doesn't match, uh, the play and sometimes, sometimes a lot of times they do get out of position. It's, but you, there's other factors that go. You just can't say that someone's just out there getting toasted, and that may not be the case. So, as long as he understands that the fans really, really don't know what's going on, because we need we need cornerbacks out there that's going to uh, shake it off. Uh, if you if you get burnt or there's a breakdown in coverage, or you give up, a, uh, or the defense gives up a big play. We need you to forget about it. Line, line up, learn from it. Line back up. Get ready for the next. Short-term uh, memory is major. <laughs> Playing in yeah, the you, secondary. You can't play corner in the NFL if you're going to walk around moping because you got burnt. And or, I love. My bad. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. 
I will because Aaron Glenn is so um, he's so raw when it comes to his um, interactions with the media. You can tell he's not a big fan of it, and um, and I just knew that they were gonna um, ask him something silly. But they basically asked him like um, they asked him about that last play of the game that the with, against Puka Nikola where he um where he, you know he was a little handsy out there. And they literally asked him, do you think that was pass interference? And he just asked, did they call it? <laughs> and, you know, they and they tried to kind of retort with, yeah, but, oh, and then he was like, oh, so they did call it? And they were like, well, no, but, it, and he was like, all right. He was, and, you know, he just basically said, there, there's holding on the offense every play. There's going to be some jostling between the receiver and the defensive backs and they just have to make a decision you know they had to make a conscious decision of whether or not they're going to make that call and you know how are you going to ask him do you think like what what do they really expect what do you what is, what is he supposed to say in that situation like yeah it was a, it was a, <laughs> yeah it was a, <laughs> they asked him that they asked him that and and, and typical Aaron Glenn form was like just, just you had to shut it down because it's like really i mean i know that he knows they're doing their job but it's like did you really think that he was going to you know throw you know throw his guy under the bus like I, whatever doesn't matter well, well we're, maybe we're on to the next thing well maybe cam should have after the play walked off to the ref and said right. hey you blew it i was holding there you should have called it right or maybe he should have held his hand up after the play i, I got him uh, it's on me Maybe that's what that doesn't happen. Hold on a second, Frost. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. That's that's crazy. Like, your hometown media asks questions like that. (laughs) Can't win for losing with this. (laughs) Like, why would you ask that question? Like it's just... I couldn't. I couldn't believe what I was hearing, I, and I know. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, but he was. Yeah. Did they well, call it? <laughs> oh, but, they did call it. <laughs> my thing is this, and and we talked about this last time. Uh, when it comes to plays like that, that happens a lot, where uh, there's a, a a jersey pull on a pass or. Or, or too many, too much hands or, or contact on a pass interference uh, or on a potential pass interference call that doesn't get called. It happens. 
Right. And oh, the first thing he asked was, he's like, do you, did, could he have played the ball better? Yada, yada. And he was like, did he catch it? And they, they were like, no. Did they call it? You know, it's, that's, he played it great if he didn't catch it. So, you know, it's just crazy. I'd love to know who the guy is. I would like to know who the reporter is for that because he was being a jerk. The Sorry. voice didn't sound familiar. It's funny because I uh, one of the guys I went to school with is a actual is a media guy. Actually, I see him on ESPN sometimes, um, Eric Woodier. But it wasn't him. Thank God. I would have been like, "Come on, bro, why?" There's <laughs> <laughs> some stuff that goes without answering, like you know. Yeah. You Next just question. don't. You just don't. You just don't answer that. You see Tomlin kind of uh, walk off uh, when they asked him about his contract and if he had any. Uh, Who? His, his, Mike Tomlin, the Steelers, uh, the Steelers coach. Oh wow! What they ask you? Um, they said with one year left on your contract, and basically alluding to whether or not he would, you know, does he think that he's going to get fired? I think they were trying to ask him, and he just walked. He was like, because you know, they they just finished the game. You could ask about this play, that play, this decision. The first thing you ask him is about his contract and whether or not he ha- he's going to keep his job. He was just like, you know, heat of the moment, emotions still high. Right after the game, he just got up out of there like, all right. They have um, no soul after a game. Like it's, like, it's like, well, you were obviously out of bounds and they called it. How do you feel? What? Great, because they didn't call it. Or what do you say that they did call it? It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if you lost the game, or or they called a penalty against you, how you how else you supposed to feel? They'll do, they'll do stuff like that. And right, right, right. I don't yes. know, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, I used to... they're looking for the hot response, though. They're definitely looking. To see, they're definitely to pull to see if they can get something, some spicy out of that. That's the whole. That's the whole. That's their job, I guess. So. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I would definitely, definitely have to have some kind of media training because. Oh no. yeah, no, we we no. not throwing you, we not throwing June just up there just no. clean, you know. No bad idea. No. no, that's not a good idea. It's not a good. Idea. I would have to have some kind of media training because that you're not gonna ask stupid questions. Like, come on, <laughs> like seriously, seriously, you're not gonna ask me. Do you think he could have played the ball any better? Not if he dropped it. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's like, you know what that is, right? They basically saw the play, and they thought Cam didn't play the ball well at all. He just held, and they got away with it. Why don't you just say that? Well, yeah. The, the I mean, response would have you, been you even can, more. You, you might as well, instead of trying to make it a rhetorical question or a dumb question, just say, hey. From my vantage point, it looked like he was out of position and uh and held a little bit and got away with one. How do you feel about it? It's the same stuff though. I guess that doesn't sound much better. Yeah, because Glenn gonna be like, All right, cool. We we that here we're here right now due to that not being seen from the ref's point of view. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's no correct way to ask that question, but I probably wouldn't have asked that question. That's something you would ask the team that got that got the no call. Mm, mm, not, yeah. not your home team that you that got the call. 
Yeah. And even then, all I can say is, well, you know, it is what it is. We didn't get the favorable, uh, you know, call that we wanted. And here we are. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't be. In it. Definitely would need media training. So we talked about momentum, Foster, right? Yes. Do you feel that the Lions have um, the the right momentum heading into the game? Now, mind you, uh, one of the last two games, right? Was it or the last? Yeah, it was the last two games. It was a loss to Dallas, beat Minnesota, yeah. uh, playoff game win. Do you think this is the kind of momentum? I I know it might sound crazy, but I actually thought about what you were saying about Green Bay's momentum. They've had it over more than two games where they're playing lights out football. So do you do you like the momentum going into this next game? Do you you know do you is do you think it'll be a factor? Yeah, I, I like the momentum going into the game. Um, I like uh, uh, the fact that we're playing a home game, and um, it's just the we're, we're getting we're getting healthier. James Houston has been cleared to to play. What? You got you to gotta keep up. Gotta I got to keep, keep up, up, man. I don't know what's yeah. up this week, man. So, sometimes you, you, I'd be wanting to send you stuff, but I'd be like, I don't want to be redundant. I know he's seeing what I'm seeing, but yes. Hey, man, so, go ahead and send it because if you if you, if you you didn't send it, Clever sent it. Whether it's showed up on my screen or not, I'm, I'm surprised going to Clever, get ain't, I'm surprised Clever, Clever ain't sent it to you. He didn't. He don't send me stuff that I don't know. He's sending me the stuff that I already know. That you already, yeah. And he's listen. He's going to listen to this show, and he's going to find out. I have to tell. I last time I told him, I, I got the app, brother. Right. Anything that comes ESPN. on a, anything that comes over ESPN as you know, I'm saying breaking news with the app. I've seen it. Yeah, James Houston uh, doesn't quite hit that. Huh? Pause. But yeah. <laughs> uh, so Richard yeah. Bossler said, uh, "Oh, put it back up." Oh, my fault. No, you good. Uh, Richard Bossa says, no easy games in playoffs. Do you think Rams are a tougher opponent than Tampa Bay? I do. On paper, yes. Yes, I believe so. Um, I do. Um, but it's a different week. Yeah. <laughs> it's different yeah. circumstances. Uh, yeah, I think, um, I think the Rams was was a very, very good Test. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, going into that game, I got nervous. Like, right before the game started. I was nervous the whole week. I was cool <laughs> until kickoff. I and it was like... It got to a point every time I saw, like, stuff on social media, it's like, ah, got that, got that butterfly feeling. Like, ah. I, I'm going to tell you what did it for me, Foster. I'm sitting here watching, and I'm watching the... <laughs> never... I never watch pregame stuff before the game, especially college football or, you know what I'm saying? Or I never watch the pregame stuff. Then I happen to sit down and watch the pregame stuff for this line stuff. And you had so many people picking the Rams. They were. They were. And I was, I got nervous. Like, wait a minute. They, they know, know something. something. <laughs> These guys know it. The fix is in. Man, it was weird. It was really weird because we were the favorites. We were at home, but um, 
but yeah, to answer the question, I think that I think that we're not letting our foot off the gas, but I do think that a major burden was taken off us finally, uh, finally getting off the uh, breaking, you know, breaking that that curse or that streak. Um, I think it makes things a little bit easier. Um, that was obviously a very emotional game. There were so many factors with, you know, uh, Goff and Josh Reynolds and the return of Stafford and all of that. I feel like so many things went into that game. Um, and just in general, I mean, I, I think the Rams, um, who are probably equally as hot as the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, but, you know, you, you look at who's got the better quarterback between the Rams, the Rams, who's got more weapons, who's got um, tougher weapons. I, th- I think you edge the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as far as defense is concerned, ah, they're probably even, they're, uh, they're kind of, they, you know, I'd have to look at the numbers, but, you know, the Rams had Aaron Donald when it's all said and done. Um, and they had, you know, some other guys as well, but, yeah, overall, I think that that uh, that the Rams were the tougher team. Definitely, when you look at where the Lions lack, um, which is in the secondary, I think that the Rams pose more um, more issues. Not to mention the fact that the Rams had a very balanced attack. They had a they have a Pro Bowl running back um, to go along with a Pro Bowl receiver and a Hall of Fame quarterback. So. The Buccaneers don't have um, they don't have any of that, you know. They they do have they do have Mike Evans. They have Mike Evans, who was later on in his career, and um, they do have some young, um, some some good young receivers. Um, but Cooper Cup and and, and Puka Nakua, like that's a tough one two punch right there. So For anybody. So yeah, I, I said a lot to say that. Yeah, I, I think that the Rams. Um, pose a tougher threat, but you know every game is a new game, especially in the playoffs. So I, you know, I, I don't take anything <laughs> away from what um, the Tampa Bay was able to do because they they beat the Eagles pretty handedly. Granted, the Eagles were limping into the playoffs. Yeah, um, it's kind of tough to say uh, who's the tougher team, but if I were to say a tougher team, I would have to go with the Rams because of that offense is scary when it's clicking. And they have uh, Tampa Bay has Mike Evans, and he's been solid every year, thousand yard receiver. But they have two <laughs> two wide receivers that are very very well capable of a thousand yards in a season with a uh, Cup and uh, Puka. And the running game, they can run the ball. And they've run the ball all year. Defensively, you know, I think it's about a about, about a wash, about, the, about a tie as far as who has the better defense. Yeah. You know, that, you know, just – but as far as the, the easier game, I think the easier game – there's no easy games, but I think the – the tougher test was the Rams. And plus it was the first playoff game, those first game jitters. I'm pretty sure uh, they were fired up. Um, I'm pretty sure they were not only fired up, but they're, they're they're thinking, they're nervous, like, okay, they haven't got punched in the mouth yet. Not in that situation. 
And I think there was a time where uh, the Rams did punch him in the mouth a couple of times where uh, the second half where they just stopped him, stopped the offense cold and, and were driving. So I can't wait for this game, man. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for this game. At least we don't have to wait till eight o'clock at night to watch. On a Sunday at that. Well, it's very still on Sunday, but yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, waiting till eight o'clock to watch them play is 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 insane. <laughs> that was crazy. Think about it. Like we watch them play at one o'clock majority of the time. Yeah, we're not even used to watching us watching them play into January. So you know. The fact that we had to wait to Sunday night um, to watch them play a playoff game, it was the, well, it wasn't, it actually wasn't the last game. We could have waited till Monday, (laughs) Monday night. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That would have (laughs) been, that would have been crazy. But one thing I noticed, uh, they believe in this team, Bars ratings, uh, because they moved several games to to primetime this year. Yeah, I mean th- that is a hot that is a hot um, ticket right now. Well, literally as far as to attend the game, but just hold in on, general, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you see the ticket prices? They're worse than the first playoff game. Oh, I didn't even look. I didn't. Even oh look. my god, I'm, I'm not even going to take give it. Go check it out. I'm going to check it out. Go check it out. They are even more ridiculous than they were last week. I mean, yeah, the stakes the stakes are higher now, so I get it. I, I understand, but there'll be a whole lot of money in the building because if you, I'm telling you, if you got that ticket, you, you, you holding something. I tell you what. If I see any of my friends that owe me money on, on that Man, TV screen, what? uh, Sunday, I'm pulling up. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't be in, don't be in no Lions game, and you owe me some money. It's gonna get, it's gonna get ugly. But nah, it, it's just, man, those tickets are outrageous. And I guess we, well, we know why this is, this hasn't happened. And did you notice? When the last time have you seen uh, or had a have have the Lions had a situation where they didn't air because of ticket sales? Because there was a time where yeah. uh, they would have blackouts, right? Every now and then, they didn't sell enough tickets, and that was happening maybe 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. During those oh and oh and sixteen, yeah, they, they, yeah, they definitely had. A game or two that was blacked out. So. But we haven't had that in a long time. That hasn't happened. They pretty well, even, much even, been... even when you're bad, you know, if you if you have a football culture within that, you know, it doesn't. You know, that's not because it's only like I said. You only play, uh, you only play eight games a year at home, right? You know, minimum. So, you know, that ticket isn't as uh, you know. There's less to go around. There's less options. You know, it's not like a piston. But where you can go, well, there's 40 other games we can go to, so we ain't got to worry about this one. You know, there's only, you only see, there's only, what, how many divisional games? Four divisional games per year at, 
that are mm-hmm. at home, like those are always important games to go to unless your team is just god awful. So so yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's we, un, un- we have we haven't heard that that term around here in a long time. And it used to happen like we were worried about it every Sunday. Right. You know, like and then it, it, it would be like fan. if they didn't sell enough tickets by Friday. They would tell you the game is blacked out. They can sell the, the rest of the tickets on Saturday and Sunday, and it could be a sellout. But if they didn't sell them by Friday, blacked out. You didn't see that game on TV. It's crazy. It's crazy, right? Yeah. 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 My have times have changed. <laughs> that's uh that's good though. It's a beautiful thing. But I mean to be honest though, Foster. When it comes to big games like this, I'd rather be at home. I don't want to be at a bar. I'd rather be at home. You like? I think we watched our first game together. You saw how I was yelling at the TV. I got to be in the, my confines, man. I can't be in public, you know, cussing out the refs that can't hear me. Can't do that. I like to be at home. Hold on one second, Paul. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We had a whole good old show planned with the Tampa Bay affiliate. Like I had some, now I wasn't going to do, there's no, like, it doesn't do me any good to do like scouting or Intel because like nobody's going to hear it worth, you know, <laughs> that need like Aaron Glenn's not going to hear this broadcast or, or watch this show. Not yet. We we, we, we plan on having that in the future, but, <laughs> but I wasn't, you know, I, I did kind of want to find out, because you can learn something from, like, I learned a lot talking to the Rams affiliate before the game, just from my own personal standpoint. Like, I did not know. I It, it made me go look and, and research for myself because I didn't pay attention to the Rams this year too much. Uh, I didn't know they had that kind of a running back. I don't know where he came from, never heard of him, <laughs> never watched him all year. And when I talked to, we had the, uh, the show with the Rams affiliate, I went and looked, and I was like, oh, he uh, he has some good numbers. And I don't know what, you know what I'm saying, I don't know how I let this slide. 
but he was pretty, he, he showed out. He showed out. Pretty good running back. They have a good future over there in the Rams, though. They build upon it. Don't they have a, do they have a couple of picks extra from the Stafford trade coming up, or did we get the grunt did, of that? Did we, did we give them trades? or I, I think maybe, I'm not maybe, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, the big thing is going to be for them is whether or not Stafford continues to play. Like, I, he didn't give any inkling that he would retire, but you take away Stafford from them, Carson Wentz ain't going to be the guy. No. He hasn't been the guy in a long time. And Aaron Donald, you know, obviously Aaron Donald, we don't know how long he's going to play. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Because he kind of had an off year. He he was hurt for... He was hurt um, for for a lot of games. Yeah. Hamstring? Something lower body. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, they can definitely build around the running back. And uh, Nakua, of course. <laughs> Man, where this guy came out of nowhere, like, as far as I'm concerned, I knew nothing about him before the season started. Nah, nobody really. Yeah, BYU, you know, but they, they've been kicking out some decent players lately. We all know. But Jamal receiver, Williams. though? No, not so much receiver, but the they, they've, they actually have a nice little history of quarterbacks, though. Oh yeah, I mean, no doubt, quarterback. But Steve, Steve Young, did Steve Young go? To yes, yes. Yeah, that's going back there. But Ty Detmer, um, they've had mm-hmm. some. They've had he some quarterback. He played for the Lions. He was terrible. <laughs> Jeez, Ty Detmer. Has, that's has a history. Right has a history of uh, getting here and not being good. I think Wilson, um, the uh, the Jets quarterback. Yeah. Did he go to BYU? Yes. Yeah. So, wow. would you draft a BYQ quarterback? You said, would I draft one? Yeah. With, given the history. Yeah. They, they, they turn them out they put, recently. They put them into the league, but outside of Steve Young, they don't. They don't really pan out. Yeah. yeah. You're right. No, you're right. I would, I would, uh, I think twice before making that decision, but uh, <laughs> if they want another receiver to come out the way, um, never would have thought a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Would 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 do what what he's doing. He's a beast, though. That dude. Oof. I. We won't see anybody as good as him, you know. Slow to Mike Evans, but in this next game. You won't see anybody that good. Man, I don't want to think ahead, right? But let's say. <laughs> but let's think ahead. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's say the Lions. Let's say the Lions win, and you yeah. had to face that uh, San Francisco offense or that Green Bay offense, right? Both of them are pretty good right now. Yeah. Do you feel confident that we can do enough to uh, – and mind you, that would be the game to get into the Super Bowl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right? Yeah, yeah. That would be the NFC championship game. Do you think that the defense that we have 
is enough? Because I'm pretty confident in the offense. Um, do we have enough I, defense? I think, I think that I think given what we have, I think we have. I think that um, all things considered, intangibles as far as everything, I think we have the personnel. To, I think we have the personnel to do it between uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson, the the emergence of iffy um the way kirby joseph has played as of late um aiden hutchinson who's who right now is who as far as who's left in, in the who's left playing right now mm-hmm. i put him up pound for pound with just about everybody playing right now, um on the edge and you know our linebackers have been strong all year leaming i mean we got the personnel is really there and um james houston you know his he's gonna be i guarantee you he's gonna be a guy that they're they're gonna throw in there for a good maybe 20 pass um likely scenarios um third down type and he's just gonna his sole job is gonna be to get after the quarterback i we we know what the numbers were over eight games, eight sacks in eight games or whatever it was, like he is a problem. And that is just yet another person that they have limited film on outside of last year that they now have to prepare for. So I think that all things considered, we stand a pretty good we stand a pretty good chance to get to the Super Bowl given what's in front of us. Yeah. In, in the and depending on what our road is you know we we may have two more home games um we may have home games all the way through just depending on how green bay gives you know how, how they do but i think that's massive you got a veteran quarterback like matt stafford who plane could not hear and had to call timeout he had to call one timeout at the beginning of the third in my head i'm thinking that could work against them in a close game because the game was already close. They were losing at this point. Yeah. They had, and then and then they eventually burned a second timeout, still fairly early in the second half. So that is that is huge, and it's only gonna get louder. They said that was the 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 levels. Um, it was fourth all time. It was Arrowhead. It was the Superdome. We know how loud super, you know how how loud domes can get. And then sure. there was one other, and it was one other game. I can't tell you where it was, but that was the fourth loudest level decibel level ever, like ever. Yes, since they've been recording, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, you feel that, you, you feel that. And that's why it's so important. That's why it's so important, no matter, um, you know, that it, it it denounces the, you know, the momentum uh, narrative. But uh, that's why you work fight so hard to to have that first that first round by um, in the playoffs, because those home games are are made. They matter. They matter. They matter. They definitely matter. Especially um, when you're inside and you control, you know, your team is built around those elements and you, you, you control, yeah, you control the elements and you build your team around that. 
Yeah, and uh, home field advantage in playoffs. That's just something we're not used to hearing around here in in, in Detroit. Got a comment, a couple comments. Uh, MSU Detroit fan says, go Lions. MSU Detroit fan also says, offensively, the Lions are fine. Besides, probably wanting to make a few depth moves. They are all set on offense. Yeah, um, the offense, I'm not. The only thing, the weakness, glaring weakness that that worries me offensively is if you get pressure on golf, he looks so awkward trying to avoid a rush. Uh, looks like he's running in 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 swamp water. It just it's just if you if you if he's protected in his his if he's protected, he he's going to do damage. If he has to rush the throws or anything, that's when it that's when he gets in trouble. So that's the only thing that I see offensively. De- um, I love the offensive line. Love uh, both running backs. Uh, they bring something different to the table. Montgomery is going to get you the tough yardage. Uh, he runs hard, falls forward. Um, uh, you got the home run hitter with Gibbs. Uh, you got the Josh Reynolds is becoming that possession receiver that we need. Uh, and it seems like when you need a when you need a play, St. Brown is open. Yes. You got Sam Laporta. And then you got an offensive wide receiver that can totally take the top off any defense with J-Mo. And he's doing more than just running uh, fades. Nowadays, you actually you don't see him run too many of those. Well, I think they're decoying it because they're playing off of him. He's getting open. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they're, they're probably playing off to begin with. Yeah, yeah. They they know he's a they know he's a deep threat. They know he's a deep threat, and so they kind of back up off of me. And he's catching the ball when he when when he's open, he's catching the ball, making some tough ones. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I'd like to see him, you know, develop into a more complete receiver, and I think he will. I think he will. I've seen enough sample size of of what he's doing out there, and I think he can be. An all-around receiver. He has the speed. He shows he can catch, and he he's taking some hits. So, uh, I like I like the offense. Uh, the offense doesn't worry me. It's the it's the defense, uh, and then every now and then you have that game where uh, they don't block as well um, from the offensive line, and that's not a lot. It just every blue moon you see that. But that happens with every team. They do stuff. Uh, got another comment. Richard Boster says, Lions should play loose. Feel they are playing with house money. Whew. 
Foster, can you break down the phrase playing with house money? Okay, playing with house money, you feel like uh, you have nothing to lose. When you're playing with house money, in the literal sense, you're playing house money. Okay. You're not playing with your own money, so you have nothing to lose. And I guess maybe in the sense that um, we've already accomplished what we set out at a, as a as a measuring stick of winning winning the division and winning a playoff game. That was kind of our measuring stick. So at this point, we should play. You know, not feel rich. You know, not. Sometimes you play when you're playing scared, you know, it affects, you know, if we play loose, it's like kind of the opposite of playing conservative and scary. So I get what I, I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying. Okay. Because there's still there's still something left to accomplish for certain for certain. Um, so. But yeah, playing, I think, yeah, playing loose and and playing like, you know, like, you know, we have house in that. We're playing with house money. Uh, is I like the, I like that mindset. I actually like that. Well, our good buddy uh, men, from Minnesota affiliates, he said they were playing with house money at one point, and I just wanted to make sure I understood yeah. the term. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because they were had were missing their starting quarterback. That once again they had nothing to lose. They're playing with their backup, so if it doesn't work out, it is what it is because. We're playing with our third string quarterback. Um, so yeah, yeah, that that yeah, the analogy definitely makes sense. Yeah, I kind of like that. And I think they should play loose. I think they should play loose. Uh, I don't think golf should play loose. <laughs> so. mm, yeah. Just do what you've been doing. That's all I can say. He's been yeah. taking care and, of the and, ball. And be patient. Be patient. Um you don't, you know, if it's not clicking early, uh, we've seen the Lions make not not saying give up a big lead, but we've seen how they can turn it on late. You know, so don't force anything. Uh, just keep fighting, bite some kneecaps if you get knocked down. <laughs> oh, I hate I said that. Gosh. Gosh, that was horrible. Let me ask you this, Foster. How did you feel when you first heard him say that? I didn't know what he was. I was my, my, when I first thought of that, I said it sounds it sounds cute, but um, winning some games, I you know, it. I've seen so many so many coaches, uh, good coaches, bad coaches come and go, um, and and I love you know. I, I'm glad that you got the. Fan base is support from the gate, but if you don't win, um, it is what it is. I'm all, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it now. You know the metaphor, and I feel like we really do. Uh, you know, <laughs> our boy Kirby Joseph, he definitely bite kneecaps. What hey, let up? me tell you, let me tell you a story, <laughs> right? So I've I've seen these coaches come and go, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, there was one coach in particular that had me convinced that he was the one that he was going to take this, this franchise and go all the way out with it. 
and he did not last very long. Steve Mariucci. Mm-hmm. He, the Lions won a game. I think it was the very first game of the year. And they weren't favored to win. They interviewed Steve Mariucci and they asked him, so what do you, where do you go from here? He said, we're going to go into the locker room this week and we're going to watch tape of practice. How we practiced last week and that prepared us for this week. And that's the way we should practice. We had a wonderful week of practice. So we're going to watch tape of practice now. I had never heard nothing. I'm like, oh, yeah, this, this guy knows how to coach. I think they lost the rest of their games that year. Was this the if Joey not the rest, era majority. Or, was, or was this Stafford by that point? No, Harrington. I don't know who was there. Yeah. I don't know who, but I remember Steve Mariucci being there, and I think that was before Stafford. I'm not more, I'm pretty sure that was, but I'm pretty sure they lost. They, they didn't they didn't have a winning season. Steve Mariucci wound up getting fired either the year after or that same year, but it was not good. Yeah, yeah, because he coached like what the Forty uh, ers when they were the Forty ers when they were Jerry you know Rice. what I'm saying Steve Young Forty Nine. No, was he go? Did he go back that far? Yes, maybe early, maybe maybe late, Steve Young. Terrell Owens. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, he definitely coached. Yeah. Oh, you know what Steve Young did play was Terrell Owens. Yes. Because remember the catch? I think that was against the Cowboys. When he was <laughs> when he, when he got, crying after that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was so mad about that, but that's neither here nor He cried for the Cowboys, too. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my teammate. <laughs> yeah. Dang, he did cry a lot. Yeah. Man. My quarterback. Terrell Owens. See, that was pre-social media era for real. He would have been a monster on social media. Man, what? All he has to do is get a podcast. There's a lot of these people that could do this. And just alone, just the, the subscribers they would get alone. Imagine if Randy Moss did a podcast. Well, he's on TV, so. I'm just saying, like, just a man. You see what uh, Chad, Chad, and um, and Shay Shay doing? Yeah, I I can't call him Shay Shay. I mean, you know, (laughs) Shay Shay is short for Shannon Sharp, and he's like not a female. It's just you know. Hey, I didn't say that part, but you already know what it is. Yeah, I know. I know. Everybody got a cousin. Everybody got a cousin named Shay Shay, and it ain't a man. This is true, Foster. I'm stumped on that one. I can't. I will never call. Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp it is. Because you don't call Sterling Sharp Stacia. You don't. don't. (laughs) That's all all I'm saying. Foss, do you have a prediction? Um, I I definitely got us winning the game. Did I give a prediction at the other place? I don't think I gave a... uh... I did. I said I, I said 31-27 Rams. And it was 24 Oh, you're talking about the Rams. Okay. No, no, no. I, I mean, you asked, did you give a pres- uh, prediction last time, right? Is that what you was asking? Oh, well, I was talking about the NFC North show. Uh, no, no, no. I don't um, think so. No, I don't think so. So, uh, 
Our prediction is uh, 3120. Uh, as far as the keys to the game, I think it's controlling the line of scrimmage. Um, I think it, it, it may be difficult to run the ball, but mostly what I'm concerned about is protecting the quarterback. The Tampa Bay the Buccaneers are sixth in the league in sacks, um, and they have an unconventional way of getting to the quarterback. They're leading, they're, their top two leading sack guys are um, Yaya, Yaya, uh, what's the name? Yaya, Diab, Yaya Diaby, who was an outside linebacker, and Antoine Winfield Jr., who's a safety, has six sacks, mm. um, which isn't a ton of sacks, but it's but they they as far as the sacks they spread pretty evenly throughout. Um, but yeah, Levante David, four and a half sacks. Um, Vita Vea, who's their who's the who's their big um, nose tackle inside. Mm-hmm. Um, he's one of their their leading sack guys. But they, like I said, they they don't have just one. You know, we got Hutchinson and then everybody else. They they spread their sacks around. Pause. Um, <laughs> Whoa, that was um, crazy. A, a lot more evenly. So, um, but they get to the they get to the quarterback, and you know, you talked about that earlier. How important it is that golf is is comfortable in that pocket and able to make the the proper read. So. Um, protecting, uh, yes, yeah, so protecting the quarterback and um, establishing the line of scrimmage and getting off to a hot start. I think that in games that we fared well, in the Rams game, we scored, we went straight down and scored immediately. The first, the first, I think we got the ball first, and that's the first thing we did. Scored and, the first you know, three times we touched it. Even against them, wow, yeah, but they, but. I think, yeah, the only difference is they kick the field goal and then they score two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So that's neither that's a whole another story. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, when we do that, we we set the tone and that crowd, like it's gonna be insane after once we start start off the way that we've been starting it off. So I think that's gonna be a key a key factor. I think we beat them by two scores like we did the last time, um, but I, I do think their offense will be more potent. I cannot see that. I can't see us not allowing a single touchdown um, like we did last time because they only scored six points. So um, I'm going to give them a couple more points, but I think we we continue to do what we're supposed to do offensively. And hopefully, uh, I I know uh, Sam Laporta was uh, limited in practice, which is understandable because he's definitely not 100%. But hopefully we can get Khalid Raymond back as well. Um, Other than that, we're, we're we're pretty much full strength. On the offensive end, what about uh, Brock Wright? Um, Brock Wright played last game, and he's, he played last uh, game. Yeah, was yeah, it, Brock. Or was it the other one, Mitchell? Mitchell. Mitchell okay. Um, it says that he was a full participant in practice. Okay, we knew that. I kind of knew that it wasn't a uh, a serious. It didn't feel like a serious injury. Um, but yeah, other other than that, uh. Other than that, the only looks person like it's the on, healthiest we've been all season. Oh, easily, which is the beautiful thing at the very end of the year because nicks and bruises. Of course, we had you know Anzalone limited limited in practice, but I don't think there's any issues there. He's the only one that was limited. You just you just have Al, Anzalone was limited, and Khalif did not practice. That's it. And James Houston, James Houston's back. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge that he's back. 
We've been waiting for that. Yeah. For what it's worth, I'm not expecting him to come out there and be the second coming of Michael Strahan. No, but, but um, that's still another pass rusher. It'll be great to yeah, just to give him another look. And in uh what's called I think we cut Julian Aquara. I think that was Whoa. the Whoa. I think that was the uh or waived them. But that was the transaction right there. because uh, you know you gotta you gotta make space. Well Yep, cut him. Cut him. Julian. I don't know how much Julian I know Romeo's been playing. I don't know how much Julian's been playing. Mm-hmm. Tough luck, brother. There's always FUBU. Alright, man. We're gonna get out of here, Foster, man. We passed the hour. That's uh, I don't that's want bogus. the I don't want the I don't want the Romeo and uh I want Romeo and his brother looking for me, man. I don't want the, it was it was I was joking. Was that was bold. That was bold. Yeah, hey. That's what it is. Foster, you got any oh. Please subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers. That's our new YouTube. Subscribe there. Subscribe to Motor City Metrics. You can watch these shows. Check us out on all streaming podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Download the the episodes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Share them. Listen to them. Tell your friends. we can. We need all the listeners we can get, and then all the viewers we can get, so we can continue doing this, man. I, I, I have fun. This is. If you watch the Pistons show, <laughs> you'll see this is a little bit more. You know, it's a it's a little different atmosphere. I want to say better, but you know, the content's still there for the Pistons, but it's not as energetic. This is uh, this is great here. Paul, you got any last words for him? Let's get it. Let's get it done, man. Let's let's keep this. Let's continue this ride, man. Let's all the way think about, to Vegas. Think about We're this. going to Vegas, baby. Think about this. The Lions win Sunday, and they're one game away from the Super Bowl. 